Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Chess for Life Spotlight. I have a special guest today with me, and I'm National Master Elliot Neff, CEO and founder of Chess for Life and your host. Christos, thank you for coming on board with me today. And would you mind introducing yourself a little bit, telling our audience a little bit about who you are, where you come from, uh, what it is you do in your life right now? Uh, thank you for having me here. Um, right now, I'm in Seattle, Washington, and I play a lot of chess. I do a lot of sports at school, and I'm very, I'd say the two most interesting things right now for me are math and chess, but yeah. Very cool. So math and chess, those are both, you know, thinking activities, train your brain, you know, work on those. There's a direct correlation, they say, between math, music, and chess. You mm -hmm. mentioned sports as well. What's your favorite sport? Oh, um, it's funny that yes, I do martial arts nice. and I'm planning on doing frisbee and cross country at my new school in a little bit. And I also play basketball for fun at school. And yeah. Nice. Sounds like you do a lot of things, mental exercise, physical exercise. That's really cool. And do you mind telling our audience how old you are and what grade you're in? Sure. Um, I'm 14 years old and I'm in eighth grade. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining me today. So as we're talking about this, you know, obviously you have an interest in chess. You came on our show here in order to talk about a few things. So I'd like to find out when did you learn how to play chess and how far have you progressed in chess? Okay. So I learned how to play chess when I was six years old. My dad taught me and we played together for a really long time. But I didn't start taking the game seriously till I was nine years old. And because when I was nine years old, I did my first chess tournament. It was a chess for life organized chess tournament nice. under 800 section. And I still remember it to this day. I got second place and I was really proud. That's awesome, Christos. And your, your first tournament, you took second place in your section. That's that's yeah. kind of unusual. Would you say that that was just your natural ability or had you already put some training and practice into it? Honestly, I the I, I think that might have just been more natural ability. See, I did play with my dad. I played like maybe a game or two with him every single day. Mm -hmm. So it could have also, that could have also affected it. But I think for the most part, it might've just been the classes I also took before at Chess for Life. So maybe that also played a role in it, but yeah. Yeah, awesome. So you put in effort, you had fun, that, that's really cool. So can you share what is one of like your highlight chess memories? Oh, okay. Um. So sixth grade, Um. I, did nationals and this was during the pandemic so there were no qualifiers and i played seven games i think and i got six and a half out of seven and i got third place out of all washington state and i was wow proudest moment for sure wow christos that is amazing six and a half out of seven you scored an incredible result that year during the during the covid scenario right oh yeah so was that playing the tournament online yeah it was online um yeah. it was a bit difficult because uh they were using chess kid which couldn't support that many people but it was still very very fun and 
yeah, very, very good. Cool. Well, that's an awesome memory and one you will take, I'm sure, your whole life. So let me ask you this. What benefits or skills do you see that chess helps develop? Because you're doing a lot of activities. You're in school. You're, you're doing well from everything I've heard. So what is it? Do, do you see any connection between chess helping develop those perhaps other areas? What benefits do you see from chess outside of just enjoying the game? Okay, definitely my math because my pattern recognition my pattern recognition skills like went way up mm-hmm. and that's very important on the SAT and math is one of my strong suits and I, I put a lot of that into chess because I feel like it really just helps me out and it helps me with focus and even just like when you let's say you have nothing to do chess is just such a good thing not to waste time like instead of scrolling through social media play a chess game or two join an online tournament and you just feel so much better and more productive so yeah Yeah. awesome you know you mentioned that about like playing a tournament joining this group you know playing a chess club different things sometimes chess can you know maybe be thinking hey this is just myself you know maybe i'm a little introverted how do you see chess affecting social opportunities actually i have a very good amount of friends it doesn't affect my social life at all i don't think chess has ever really affected me and i do do quite a bit of tournaments i'm actually doing one in like two weeks it's gonna be the one in Tacoma. um honestly i wouldn't say chess affects your social life unless you play it a lot and a lot and a lot and it's the only thing you do but for 99.9 percent of chess players that's not the case so yeah yeah okay very cool and i assume you meant by negatively affecting you haven't seen it negatively affect you just positively is what you're saying yeah it hasn't affected me like negatively at all Yeah. Awesome. And you alluded to the fact that when you started out, you played in like this low section where you took second place, right? It was under the 800. And if somebody doesn't know what chess ratings are, uh, you can check out some of our resources that explain what chess ratings are either through the links below or reach out to us. We've done some articles on, you know, what is a chess rating and, and how to set goals with chess ratings and things like that. Uh, But you were in the under 800. Where are you now? in your chess ranking and what do you think was like the biggest breakthrough that helped you get there Mm, okay so um right now um i am roughly 1700 1700 give or take you uscf and northwest the last time i checked at least and i think it's still somewhere around there if not a bit higher um i'm roughly maybe 2000 something online congratulations thank you and uh yeah honestly i think like wait sorry real quick what was the question so you know that's where you are now which is an incredible progress Mm -hmm. from when you were in the under 800 right because 2000s is approaching master at 2200 right? So you've made significant progress over the last few years. And I was asking, you know, is there something that really stands out to you as, let's say, a key moment that got you to make a breakthrough to that next level? Was it something mental, something you did, some focus, some some strategy? Can you just share what to you was, let's say, how you made that jump? 
Ooh, uh, definitely um, learning ideas. Like um, what I mean by that is, so when, when I first started out, especially like maybe like a year and a half ago, um, I just played chess. I didn't really understand what I was supposed to do and just slowly learning those ideas while also building up strategical and just, just better openings and end games and just mm -hmm. better tactic visualization and stuff like that. Like, I just feel like the most important thing is just learning what you're doing Mm -hmm. And I think once I started learning that, started learning the ideas and what I'm playing and like why I'm even playing it and like like what do, what does this even accomplish in the first place? Um, that's when I really started improving. Yeah. Nice. Nice. So, you know, at Chess for Life, we talk about 10 life skills or mindsets of success, like win, draw, learn right? Always improve, can do attitude, better together, healthy habits, right? Respect, focus, sportsmanship, all these different life skills. If you were to think about those mindsets that you've encountered at different times, what one of those would you say most you relate to in terms of what you've learned from or applied in your life? Definitely healthy habits. Um, How so? How would you describe it? Okay, one of them is um, just at school, getting homework done, just being more productive okay. and stuff like that. And a very big one as well is with chess, where um, I started playing more slow chess, developing better just cognitive ability and just being like, just taking my time more, which not only helped chess, but also helped with other stuff because I always like to rush things and get them out of the way. And I really took the time to actually focus on something and try to really do a good job. And yeah. Nice. Nice. That's awesome. Thanks, Christos, for sharing that. And, you know, just a couple more questions here. Um, let's, let's take this forward to your life, right? You're, you're 15, you're in eighth grade, but what's something big you want to accomplish in life? You know, sometime in the next year, three years, 10 years, your choice, what time frame, what's like a big dream of yours that you are just eager to accomplish? Definitely getting, okay, number one, getting into a good university, but I think the biggest one by far is getting a master title before 18. Wow, that's a big goal, right? Master title is a, is a rare achievement just because of the effort and commitment it takes but yet you've made tremendous progress towards that. So I applaud you get, getting a big goal like that. And then obviously you have to put a plan together, right? And you've already been developing healthy habits that will help you achieve it. So mm -hmm. awesome, congratulations on that. I would yeah. love to reconnect right before you turn 18 and let's measure your progress and have you hit that goal yet. You know, I remember setting that goal. I was a kid, I was a teenager and I wanted to be high school state champion. And I realized that the state champion at the time was a master level player. And I went, well, I guess I better be a master too. <laughs> and I set those goals and then I set a commitment to effort. And mm -hmm. it's another story, which I talk about in other videos, but it was an amazing experience that helped me in life apply that same thing to everything I do. Mm -hmm. So anyway, thanks for sharing that. Now you've participated with Chess for Life over the last number of years, right? That's how we connected and you had reached out to me at one point for an interview for your school. 
And, mm -hmm. you know, you came to quads early on and you oh, yeah. that much into chess and, you know, you played in these events. You were in the night level with Chess for Life one point, I believe went all yeah. the way up through our queen level. Mm -hmm. You know, what motivates you to continue learning chess? Why do you want to keep getting better? You know, I and let me also ask this. And what did it feel like to play in a quad or one of these tournaments for the first time? Oh Can God. you share answers to those two? Definitely. So, um, first of all, what motivates me is um, just I just love the game. The motive I I feel like I'm very blessed because like the motivation's just there, and I don't really need to push myself at all. It's like I want to study you this. Opening. I'm going to study <laughs> the opening. Yeah, I love it. So the motivation is just natural. It just comes and. First time playing quads, or the first time playing any tournament, I get this weird feeling in my stomach. It's like worry, but also excitement. And I love the feeling. Yeah. And yeah, that was definitely the first that yeah, that was definitely the feeling. Like just just my stomach. A little bit of the butterflies. Yeah, right? The butterflies, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that that nervous tension before a competition, which which if you learn to channel that into intense focus, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. getting in the zone and competing at your optimum. Okay, I'm kind of interrupting you there. So so then what was it like to play in your quad that first time? And, and you know, do you remember? I don't, okay, I don't remember the exact but I'd always remember having a lot of fun. I made a ton of quad friends and during the breaks, I'd hang out with them, analyze games, do yeah. some just fun stuff. And I don't remember the exact time I started quads. I think I was maybe 10 years old, mm -hmm. but I, I do remember just like, I loved how it was set up the rounds. It was neat, efficient, and just, I just really liked it because I got to play kids my level. So yeah, I'd say that's nice. exactly. And the quads were designed so you play people close to your own level, right? Yeah. And if you win, your ranking goes up and then you join the next group next time. And so you're slowly okay. playing people a little bit stronger, strengthening your skill as you go, which is cool. So we're getting down to my last couple of questions, okay? But um, before we do that, I do have a final question, but before I ask it, I did want to mention, I have a special gift for you today, Christos. Oh. I wanted to gift you a mm -hmm. copy of my book, A Pawn's Journey. I published mm -hmm. this book. It's a novel telling mm -hmm. the stories of many of my true life students and how chess has transformed their lives. So I'm going to send you an autographed copy just for you as a thank you for coming on today and, and sharing our time. And I know you weren't expecting that at all. But I wanted to share that with you because I think you'll enjoy and maybe even find yourself in some way relating to some of these true life stories uh, that are in this book. So we'll get that out to you afterwards. <clears throat> and so, so here fun. we come. My final question to you. Uh -huh. And then if you're up for it, I'm willing to challenge you to a speed chess game. But my last question, yeah. knowing what you know now, what advice would you have, would you give to your younger self a few years ago? Mm. Ooh, ooh, okay. Don't beat yourself up over a loss. Definitely that. Just don't be so harsh on yourself. You played a good game, even if you lost it. And 
try to get the most out of every game, analyze it afterwards, save the game, and look back at your progress, see what you've done. See, I back then, I hated analyzing my games. I thought it was a waste of time, and I only have a very select few, a few games like of just me a couple years ago and i always just sometimes go back and just see the progress that i made and sometimes be like oh my god how did i play this and not lose immediately but at the same time it's just fun and very educational kind of inspiring as well that's but, awesome advice right to just not mm -hmm. beat yourself up when you lose when you make a mistake just yeah. instead try to have that mindset of let me get better let me try again, can do attitude, right? That resilience and grit. And it looks really like you've developed that over the years. But yeah. what I'm hearing you say is, hey, I wish I developed it sooner. So anybody watching, right? There's a tip from our young guest, Christos. So as we spoke about today, thank you for joining, right? We can win, we can draw, we can learn. It's been a pleasure connecting with you. And to all of those watching, Hey, remember to like and subscribe to the channel so you can see more of these things. And if you want to build skills like Christos did, we're putting a number of links below this video. Thank you again for joining the Chess for Life Spotlight and hope to talk to you soon.